What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 15 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. I'm Joe, and I'm joined here with Christian. Hello. And Vito. What it do? And our let's get right into it, I guess. Our yes, beer sir. of the week yes, this sir. week is the Two Beers Brewing Co. out of the Soto District of Seattle, Washington. For our uh, eight-minute eight, eight beer intro of the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> So what kind of beer is it? What do we got? It is got? a mango passion fruit IPA. Damn. Now, this was an audible, which is a football reference, Vito. This was an audible because our original plan was to get that Blood Orange Cider I keep talking about, but the one little bodega I know that sells it is not open on Sundays. I found out today. So. Bodega. <laughs> bodega, huh? Yeah. It means like a little indie Tiny shop. Tiny shop. I'm, I'm yeah, going to go. crack mine too. Ready? Now, my mom says that the cracking is corny, but I don't care. Yeah, I fuck like that. It. I like it. Corn, corny is what we are. It's <laughs> exactly. what we do. That sure is. A little info about Two Beers Brewing Company. Life's just a little more honest after two beers. That's their slogan here on their website. Celebrating 20 years in the Soto District of Seattle, huh? Damn. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, almost, that's old school. That's like 99. Oh, my God. 1999 is 20 years ago. That makes me feel so old. That means Limp Biscuit. <laughs> that means Limp Biscuit was famous 20 years ago. How old ago. is Fred Durst now? Like 50? Oh, God. I don't know. He's up there. Um, yeah, you said Audible. And while we're talking football and beer, isn't uh, Audible, let's talk about this shitty Pro Bowl, huh? Isn't Audible an uh, audio editing software? A diff- yes. It's, yes. <laughs> Vito, for the weekly explaining football terms to Vito... <laughs> Typically, the coach will call the play, and then the offense will run it. But if the quarterback is about to run the play and he says sees the defense knows what he's about to do, he'll change the play at the line by shouting a bunch of nonsense words, and that's called an audible because you change the play with sounds. Because you can hear it. Exactly. So it's audible. <laughs> Mine is being blown. Also, this, uh, this uh, mango passion fruit India pale ale by Two Beers Brewing Company, shout out, is uh, pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah? It's uh, it's a little more bitter than I like. See, it's like not bitter enough for me. But yeah, I, for, I'm just for me, it doesn't have guy. any... What I do like is the aftertaste of... Beer. Like, no, it, the aftertaste, it does taste like fruit. Yeah, it, it, I was going to say it tastes like a fruit roll-up. You taste, <laughs> yeah, you taste the fruit aftertaste, and that's, that's pretty good. That's what I like about it. It actually cuts out like too much of the bitterness that I don't like, yeah. but it brings in a good, like... Uh, what should I say? Like a good little fruity flavor to kind of get you, get you back yeah. in the mood of taking another drink, you know. And and like I said, everybody who's a, a regular listener, they know I'm not an IPA guy. I'm gonna have to explain that every episode, just so you know when you when you hear what I say, this is like my dead honest like opinion of a beer. If I don't like it, I'll say I don't like it. But this one, I'll give this one a. I'll give this one a pass. I like this one. I gotta give a shout out to occasional listener slash. Uh, CSM at MetMart, Matt Norberg, who checked us out today as we were buying this. Oh, yeah. Because What's he definitely up? said you would call this a quote-unquote, what did he say, spooky beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he talks shit about your taste in beers. <laughs> that, yeah, I Shout do. out to Matt Norberg, if you listen to listen, this episode. Lo- love Matt to death, right? But he drinks the orange can Fremont. And that the is summer probably, ale, that's the best one. That is probably the worst beer I've Barking's ever had Barking's on in our end, your dog's life. fine. What? Um, the summer ale is totally fine. It's we don't need to go on it. with a little trolley on it. Yeah, that's the summer. The orange is that, can is the summer ale, yeah. That's their best one. That's their best or one. Or yellow. The yellow one sucks. That's the inner urban Inner IPA. urban. Inner urban the is, inner the urban one, is yes, awful. Yes, that's the one that he drinks. It's, it's not the orange can. It's the inner urban, and it is fucking horrible. I want, I want to like Fremont. 
because like they have some interesting sounding stuff and they got cool labels and stuff. But really, the only one I've liked is the Summer Ale. And there's I've tried a lot of them. There's one that we've been told to try from both Matt and a few different people in the store. It's a uh, it's a Fremont beer, but I can't remember what it's called. Lush. Lush oh, IPA. Oh, the Lush IPA. I've yeah, that's that the one that that's I was good. told to try because they everybody says it's their favorite. So it's we'll give expensive. that one. We'll it's give that one a go one of these days. <clears throat> Bless me. And then Space Dust was another recommendation. Didn't we try that? Did we ever try Day Glow? We never tried, we we never tried, tried Space Dust. We did Men's Room Red. But Is that the Space, only Elysian we've done? That no. was the only Elysian one. Really? Space yeah. Dust was the last... Uh, the last, I've had Space uh, Dust before. It's good. The, I like the Day Glow better myself. It was the last Elysian made here before they sold to Budweiser. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So that was like their Which last... Is, it's like, surprising Budweiser hasn't fucked with them more. They're still letting them do their thing. Yeah. I mean, surprising. I figure Budweiser probably... Anyways. Probably just let them do their thing for a while. So, but. yeah, I don't want to go too long on football because we have our whole football oh, yeah, yeah, special yeah. episode coming up. But I, you did, you. I know the Pro Bowl is happening right now. But, you know, the Pro Bowl fucking sucked. Yeah, Dude, it yeah, does. I mean, it always does. Every <laughs> year it's getting worse. I said it earlier. Do you actually watch it? I, I mean, I check it out. I want to watch it. I feel like it you're the one human being who watches the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but, dude, football's going to be over here in two weeks. And in two weeks after the football season, I'm going to be wishing the Pro Bowl was on TV every fucking week just for the chance to watch football. This year, it was just exceptionally bad. Um, it was like, it was just twice twice as bad as it was last year. So it's, it's just getting worse as the years go. I kind of like the, the way that they did the Pro Bowl a, a few years ago. When they did the draft, do you remember when they did like the Pro they Bowl draft? They did that for a couple of years, didn't they? Yeah, they did it for a couple of years. Teams competed, and it actually made the game interesting. People were out there making big plays. People were doing their thing, and they were fucking balling out. But then they, you know, they switch it back to AFC versus NFC because, for whatever reason, and it doesn't mean anything for any players. Well, it's just no one cares. It's no a one twenty. Cares. It's a twenty-seven thousand dollar bonus if they win. But at the same time, what does that mean for anybody? Because they're getting paid millions, so they don't give a shit who wins twenty seven. Eli million Manning makes three dollars, three million dollars a game, or right? twenty seven thousand dollars. Plus, Ooh. Mahomes, Mahomes is creeping up on a uh, two hundred million dollar contract in twenty twenty. Yeah, that's what they're. That's what they're. This talking is just about like right this is now, a problem but... with all the All Star games, man. They keep trying to change them, you know. Major League Baseball made the disastrous choice to assign home field advantage to whoever won the All Star game. The that NBA, makes sense. The NBA that makes does sense. like a schoolyard pick now where it's, you know, like they have two captains and they just like pick their players one at a time, which they're going to televise this year. The NHL does that weird three on three hockey, three on three tournament, which like they don't play three on three hockey in the NHL ever, except at the All-Star game. They're just trying to add a gimmick to get people to watch, but no one cares. I and like no the one skills cares. competitions. I think the skills competitions, competitions are fun. fun. Well, they're like a fun novelty. But maybe they should just do all all skill competitions in the Pro Bowl instead of having a Pro Bowl itself. Maybe. And maybe just doing something like, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe a home field advantage or something. But instead of, you know, instead of making there be a game where they're going to play 25% speed, not tackle. Dude, they're not even allowing tackles. If you put your arm, same, if you the, put your arm on the running back, they blew the play dead. It's I think the same Alvin thing Kamara, in every sport, though. I think Alvin Kamara and Russell Wilson racked up, like, probably 25, 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage because Russell Wilson tries to do a scramble, but somebody will get their hand on his shoulder and they blow the they blow the play dead. And he's sacked for like 15 yards. So it's like, you know, as a Seattle fan or as a Seahawks fan, you know, you're you're pretty used to seeing Russell go down 50, 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, but 
in the Pro Bowl, come on. You know, let the guys let the guys shine. Let them do something. At least they used crazy. to be in Hawaii. So like, if you went to the Pro Bowl, you got to go to Hawaii. But now it's in Orlando. It's in Orlando, <laughs> and it's rained. It's in Orlando, Nobody and it's rained Orlando. every year of the Pro Bowl that it's been in Orlando. Yeah, right. And it's just pouring rain today at the Pro Bowl. But the Pro Bowl sucked. It was horrible. Bobby Wagner made some good tackles out there, which was fun to see. Russell Wilson kind of played like shit. Mahomes went out there and did his thing. Uh, he said fuck on live TV, which was pretty funny. And I posted the video. I posted that on my Twitter, but I, you know, I don't have the Beefy Boys Twitter yet. Shout out to Joe. I would have yeah, posted yeah, it on there. Yeah, yeah. But with that being said, Pro Bowl is going to be a flag football game here in the next three years. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster went out today with an injury. I think he hurt his ankle, so that's bad news for Steelers fans, especially with this whole Antonio Brown conundrum going on as far as he wants to go play for different teams or he, he, some some shit's going on over there in Pittsburgh. It's not looking good. I was, uh, I was talking about Mike Tomlin the other day and maybe thinking that for the Steelers organization in itself, it's probably a better idea that Mike Tomlin finds a new team to go coach for just because his system just doesn't seem to be working in Pittsburgh anymore. I mean, they get to the playoffs. Usually by just scratching the surface, they'll get to the playoffs. And they'll either win a game in the playoffs or, or they won't win anything in the playoffs, which is just not the, not the direction they're going to want to keep going in. It's almost the same as Baltimore, you know, with this whole John Harbaugh in Baltimore getting re-signed, even though they haven't done anything since 2012. Their defense is always really good in the season, and then they get torched in the playoffs by Tom Brady. Yeah. Or somebody else. Okay, I got to bring this up. Um, I know we have the whole football extravaganza next week, but this isn't really football. But this related. is this isn't Super Bowl. This is this, all just this is just regular I know. football. The, have you either of you seen this meme that's been going around about this ten year old that won his science fair in Iowa because I, his science fair project was he proved Tom Brady's a cheater? No, the only meme I've seen recently is that Scooby Doo is a god. I haven't seen that one. We'll talk about that in a second. I saw no. the, so the basic, Yeah, the shaggy one. Yeah, the basic idea dog. here was that for this kid's science fair project, he is like his school's quarterback. He's like 11 years old. He had his mom and sister throw footballs at various levels of inflation and, like the, and then track like the arc on the ball and how far they threw it. And his gr- grand conclusion is that since his mom and sister can throw underinflated footballs further. Therefore, Tom Brady is definitely a cheater. (laughs) (laughs) And this kid won his science fair. Okay, first of all, your mom and your sister are not a good control group. Really, what you should have done is build a throwing machine so you can make sure that there's no funny business going on with their effort put in and other factors you can't control for. Also, again... Just because, even if I accept your <laughs> hypothesis that you can throw an underinflated football further, that doesn't prove that Tom Brady underinflated them. You can't prove intent by proving that science. And then, like, I get that, like, people are bad at science, so the kid probably <laughs> do doesn't know, know he did this, anything do wrong. You know what I think but, the science project is, though? But he won. For the science teachers in his school gave him first place for this non. This isn't science. 
I am a scientist, science. all right? I'm a, a real scientist, and I believe science. in justice, and this is nonsense and needs to be stopped. Damn. And all these people, like, well, Barstool Sports, who I don't like, are the only ones who called out this nonsense, this chicanery. Everyone else is just, like, sharing this meme, like, lol, this is so funny. Tom Brady's a cheater, right? Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, don't encourage this junk science <laughs> and complete lack of justice, all right? That's all. I see, Okay, I see where you're coming from. I think the nerd rage is a little strong at the moment. I but I understand. I understand. You know, re. You know, a lot of screech. Re, re. Um, but I mean, it was probably done. It was probably done as a joke, and I don't think this kid expected it to go. But the way yeah. it did, and it it did, unfortunately. And to now be clear, people... I'm not angry at the ten year old. I'm angry no, at I, the adults I mean, no for like. You know, like, if this kid just had a funny but science fair project, did it people like, ha, ha, ha. But he won. He yeah, fucking won. pretty insane. What are you doing? And I, I want to see some of the other science projects that were participating in this. I know. Because I want to see what does, he like, beat the, out. The fucking baking volcano. soda volcano. I was like, <laughs> yeah, dude. This is real science. I did, I did a baking the, like, soda volcano every year I possibly how could. How far from the window my do dad I fucking put my hated uh, it. plants or whatever? You know, there's like five science experiments that people do. Did you guys ever participate in science fairs, by the way? Nope. No. No? I'm not no? good with no? science. I did two. One time, my dad built me like a seismograph, you know, like an earthquake measuring machine. Yeah. And the other time, the experiment was to show that cotton balls can't be fluffed properly if you dip them in oil first. It was, a, it was about oil spills and pollution, because mm. I love the ocean. I ain't scared of see, it. Those are, see, those are very good science yeah. projects. I think the only science project I participated in were the ones that we were forced to participate in yeah. middle school or grade school or whatever. So I had to build like an egg... Oh, I was going to ask parachute. about the egg, the egg parachute. So I did one that looked like a banana that was just a coat hanger shaped like a banana. And then I threaded it with, like, cloth. Or not cloth, but, like, you know, like a... I, I put the inside of it with, like, popsicle sticks, like, glued them on the backside, placed the egg on top of a bunch of cotton balls inside, and then kind of put a layer of, like, I think it was, like, toilet paper or something like that on top of the egg... And then I put another layer of popsicle sticks, closed the thing, and it was like a banana football, and they dropped it from 50 feet up, and it exploded. Yeah. The entire thing exploded. Yeah. I didn't put a parachute on it. I just let it free fall. See, the only thing I remember about mine is we tried to put like a plastic grocery bag as a parachute. It didn't work. <laughs> it just plummeted <laughs> straight to the ground. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> This worked when I tested it, like, from four feet up. Why isn't it working from the top of the building? I am, I am very, very bad at science. I just don't know it. I'm not good at it. I, I just don't. I don't do it. I stay far away from science. I'm horrible at biology. I'm horrible at chemistry. I'm horrible at all that shit. So I stay far away from science, unless it's sports science. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, uh, two, two Beers Brewing Co. Shout out. Uh, mango Passion Fruit Beer. I'm, I'm digging the Mango Passion Fruit. I am, too. Fruit. It's, it's, pretty, really it's pretty it's fucking good. Super. And it, it oh, gave us a chance to talk percent. football That's and science. That. On that uh, on that science thing, though, I do enjoy science myself. I uh, don't remember any projects that I've done though. Oh uh, no! Did, yeah. did you ever do the egg drop? I mean, I, know I, you I goldfish don't think brain. I did the uh, the uh, yeah goldfish brain <laughs> or whatever the California um, equivalent is, like quinoa drop or something. Quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, no, I never did a drop. Yeah. Um, Except Unless for acid ones. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> was that a joke or for real? Not you. I'm, I'm, having, a, I'm having a feeling that Vito's for real on that one. That would explain. Uh, no, I actually brain. haven't done acid before, but I've done oh. mushrooms. 
Oh. To, to like, no effect. Did you put them in your pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I thought you were about to ask me, did you put them in my peanut? Uh, that's like, what no. I thought you were going to ask, too. <laughs> what did you say? You don't need to talk about it. <laughs> if, you're gonna, if I was going to put it in my penis. Yeah, so like, that's no, what it sounds, no, I did Did you put them in your... In your uh, whoa. Straight to the main <laughs> vein, dude. Mainline it. Jesus Christ. Oh, anyway. Oh, uh, man. Get Catching a move on here. Yeah. Uh, Pro Bowl sucks. It's going to be a flag football game in three years. It's going to be useless. They need to do something about it. And, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll save some more football for the Super Bowl cool. extra show, you know. And Speaking so of on. games, though. Yes, moving on. Vito <laughs> came in here boasting about a game that he just bought on Steam. And so I'm going to let Vito, Vito kind of introduce this game and talk about it a little bit because I've never heard anything about it. So Yeah, so I, I, I saw, like... Like how I buy most like cheap Steam games, I saw a streamer wa- playing it. Um, Nerd. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like an eight dollar game off of uh, Steam. It is called Getting Over It, and it is a uh, game where your character is a dude, a, a buff dude, where the bottom half of his body is a cauldron, and you have a hammer. Okay. And the the mechanic <laughs> is you swing the hammer using your mouse in in um and 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 there's like different ways that you can do it and stuff and um you try to like climb up a mountain basically. Oh, you know what? I think I have heard about this game. <laughs> yeah. And it's really really funny cuz every time you fall, there's like an inspirational quote or like some sad sad yes, music. Yes, 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 yes. And it's super funny. And also, like, the higher you climb, there's, like, he gives, like, a little bit of story and background to, like, why he made the game <laughs> and stuff. That's fun. Uh, Jeff Gerstmann yeah. talked about this on the Giant Bombcast a few months ago. But yeah, it's really fun. It, it ended up being, like, a really cool, uh, uh, like, pass back and forth game where, like, if you felt, w- w- me and my, my housemate, we uh, uh, played it and, and did a, like, hand off the controller kind of thing when... Uh, you, you when you'd like fall back to like a certain distance, you'd be like, "All right, well, you can give it a go now," kind of thing. Um, and and we just like slowly climbed up as as we did that. So like when you fall down the mountain, do you always fall all the way to the bottom, or do you like? No, it depends you, like, on like ragdoll? where you can catch yourself, and okay. you don't ragdoll. Um, but cool if you did ragdoll. But there are, <laughs> but there are certain instances where you feel like if you made a lot of progress, but there's a hole somewhere, and you can fall straight. Oh, to the no. bottom. <laughs> <laughs> is it like? Is it like? Like three D polygons, or is it like two dimensional? It's uh, it's I would say it's like mechanically two dimensional, but it looks like visually three D. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's cool. got it's got like really good graphics. And is it only I think on it's Steam? probably in the Unreal Engine, and he basically in the Unreal Engine. yeah, and he basically took like a bunch it. of uh, like objects from the Unreal Engine and just like piled them onto each other to make a mountain. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're cheating. No, no, but but like he he did it like in, intentionally, and there was like um like he uh, uh some of the explanations he does when like when you're like walking up the or climbing up the mountain, um like explain like uh like the reasoning behind like what what he used and like um sort of uh um like meaning meanings like bu- like meanings behind stuff mm. like. 
the, the, this mountain of garbage is a metaphor for life, except, oh, you know, <laughs> um, but you know, except with more elegu- eloquently put. You know. Is it like difficult to control? Like, does part of the humor come from that? Or yeah, yeah. So, so it's like Goat Simulator or Octodad in that kind way? of. Except it's not that it's like Child to the goats. It's not like stupidly that, yeah, hard to control. True. It's just like difficult enough to control that like. It, it, you can't, like, just do the same... You don't, like, press a key and it doesn't move. You're, like, manually controlling the moves. Mm. Um, so you, like... So you have to, like, rotate You rotate arm. your... Okay, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and you yeah, can, yeah. like, extend your arm or shorten your arm. And you can, like, put your hammer on the ground and extend your arm to jump up. Okay. And then, like, hook onto something. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like, uh... Like and then, like, if you hook onto something, something yeah. and you jump up and then you try to hook on the next thing but it's not far enough up, then you, like, bounce... You you hit the wall and you bounce all the way back down to the oh, bottom. No. <laughs> yeah, so it's like so it's it's really fun little like, you know. Sounds like it would be a good like streamer type game. Yeah, like, a good streamer game and and also a good passback game and also just sort of like. Are you a, playing with a controller? Or a good little. Uh, I, I play with a mouse, but um. I also you need that precision control for your <laughs> half cauldron. Half <laughs> well, uh, I also found that it helps like moving the sensitivity based on what like obstacle I'm trying to go over yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so just a fun little like game that you can just kind of go back and forth with, or like come back to whenever you want. Play That's like cool. two minutes of it, and it saves your progress uh, consistently. So it doesn't save your progress per se, but it saves like where you are. So if you follow back to the bottom, you're at the bottom when you exit the game That's cool. and come back. Cool. But it, but if you like make it like fairly far to the top and you just exit the game, then you come back and you're already there. Ah, That's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So I've been playing, I recently finished, well, literally yesterday, I finally finished uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nice. Which, I get it, it's good. I don't think it's the best game ever. I really am subscribing to the theory that Nintendo fans love it because they just don't play open world games. Like, it's cool, but like, you guys know me. I love Far Cry and Ubisoft open world games. Like, yeah. just fucking tell me where I need to go. Like, this was cool that I had to, like, explore and find the shrines and the seeds and, like, look for visual and, like, uh, audio cues. But now that I know that I'm, like, done half of them and I just want to do the rest of them, I just want you to tell me where to go to do that, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that's just me, though. You know? People love that fucking game. It was really good. I liked it a lot. But then I started playing... Kingdom Hearts, because like I said, I bought the, the Mega Pack or whatever, the $100 version, <laughs> with all the 11 games leading up to Kingdom Hearts 3, which comes out Friday. Um, now, I already there's asked 11, this There's question. 11 games, but there's three of them? So, there are three mainline games. Let's see if I, so I can So, Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. So, I don't think there's 11. There's three mainline games, Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and then... Yeah, now three. Three, yes. Okay. There's the prequel on PSP, which was called Birth by Sleep. Between 1 and 2, there was Chain of Memories, which is a Game Boy game that was a card battle RPG. That's the one you played, right? Yeah. And then 358 over 2 days, which was a DS game. Then there was Kingdom Hearts 2. Then there was Dream Drop Distance, which is a 3DS game. (laughs) Hence the three Ds in the name. Then there was uh, the newest one that they released as a preview, which was... Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep 0.2, A Fragmentary Passage. Jesus. There's also Coded, which was a mobile game that's a totally separate universe. 
And then there's like Kingdom Hearts X, which is like, but it's like the word squiggly X. So it's like the Roman character key. So it's Kingdom oh, Hearts Keyblade. Yeah. Oh. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I started playing the original. Have you ever played a Kingdom Hearts game? No. I figured. Well, I, I had to share this. Ara was watching me play it last night, and this is Ara's synopsis of the first hour or so of Kingdom Hearts, okay? There's a bunch of preteens hanging out on, teen, on Kid Fantasy Island with no parents for some reason. A weird dude talks nonsense at you from a hole in the ground. And then there's classic Disney characters around somewhere else for some reason. <laughs> this is the <laughs> plot of the first hour of Kingdom Hearts. She pretty much hit the nail on the head. So, yeah, it's absurd, but I love it. <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I mean, I know that that game has got a big following. How, how long was it from Kingdom Hearts 2 till Kingdom Hearts I was Hearts in college 3? when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in Holy 2007. Shit. 2007. Been that fucking long, dude. Yeah. And then Kingdom Hearts One came out in like early two thousands or oh, what? three. I was Jeez. sixteen. Yeah, because yeah, it was post Final Fantasy Ten. So I'm on like this kick of like games I loved when I was like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Because I played Final Fantasy Ten earlier this year, and now Kingdom Hearts, and it's just taking me back. So are you playing all the, the originals right now? Yeah, or but like I, part I, one or two I bought the hundred dollar expensive version, so it's like the up-res HD version with trophies and everything. And you so get like part one and two, and that's it, not the other. No, it comes with all of hey, them. Hey, Joe, oh, do, you, do you know if there's been any uh, news on Final Fantasy VII remake? No, I, that that's the game's not ever happened. Because no, but it's been announced. <laughs> well, so actually, I do know that the director and like you of can it, buy it on Amazon. Yeah, I wouldn't trust. That. I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. The director of the Final Fantasy VII Remake was also the director of Kingdom Hearts 3. So now that Kingdom Hearts 3 is done, he might be able to switch over. Yeah. Finally. I'm excited for that. Finally. Yeah. You're excited for the Final Fantasy VII Remake? Fuck yeah, dude. It was my top one before Final Fantasy XIV took over my life. You know that the Final Fantasy VII characters are in Kingdom Hearts and they're fully voice acted. Do you know yeah. who does the voice of Aerith? No. Early 2000s pop star Mandy Moore. <laughs> 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 oh man! Swear to God, no. I I do want to play but the Kingdom a, Hearts games, yeah, though. She was I should a do that. Movie, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Wasn't she in fucking? Are they on PlayStation? I don't know. She's which Tangled, one she was. Think. right? What? PlayStation yeah. uh, has Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So the the hundred dollar pre order I got comes with uh one point. I mean, I'm not gonna buy that, but <laughs> I know. Well, let me get through this. It comes with one point five plus two point five HD remix that has like all of the main games. Oh, that's like that's like all seven of those ones I explained. Yeah. And then it also comes with two point eight final. HD prologue or whatever, which is just like cinematics and like a little short game. That's like a 20 buck intro. So like, I think you can get 1.5 plus 2.5 for like 20 or 30 bucks, which comes with six games. Now, granted they're PlayStation two games and they play like PlayStation two games. So like if you have the nostalgia for them, it's good. But like, I would just be reading a wiki the whole time because like, they don't tell you anything you're supposed to do. And it's not always immediately clear. Yeah. No, the camera probably do that. Like, you know, but I, I, I think it'd be fun to play those games and then like lead up and maybe play the third one, especially yeah, if I'm, why not? especially if I'm waiting for Final Fantasy VII. It's remake. A, I mean, if we're waiting for Final Fantasy VII remake. You're be waiting <laughs> you know, you guys are it's talking a dead about time like, uh, too. You know, like yeah. I know, like uh, uh, what's it called? This, Far Cry New Dawn comes out in like, this summer. Pictures, I've got that's a, a short that's, game. It's, it's a cool, it's a cool thing with Far Cry New Dawn because it's like everybody was all pissy because it was coming out so fast. So everybody figured it's like, oh. You know, they're just recycling their own game. It's like, you know, essentially, yeah, they're they recycling are. it, but it's it's a, essentially, it's just a downloadable, co- it's just what like Fallout mean? 3 uh, Blood Dragon. It's more, it's closer to Primal. And it's just, kind of, yeah, okay, Primal, exactly, where it's its own standalone game, 
but it's more of a just kind of like bonus content. But it's reusing the map. And it's reusing the but map, only part which is fire. I really only don't part give a it. shit. It's it's a new scenario, new scenes, I'm new storyline, and it's forty dollars, folks. Yeah, what the fuck are we flipping out? They're they're charging twenty dollars less than they have to, and you know it's just a it's a downloadable content style of game without it being part of a DLC, which I understand. The DLCs on Far Cry Five were a little bit on the weaker side than I had expected. They were cool ideas. I liked the Vietnam one. That one was fun. I didn't play Where you it. had to get from, you know, I think it was like you had to reconnect with all of your platoon that was lost, and you had to get to the extraction point. That was fun. That game had its, you know, its intense moments, and you're running away, you're trying to survive. That was fun. Uh, I haven't played Mission to Mars, which looks badass. Yeah. I haven't played that one. The one that really killed it on the, the one that really killed the idea was the zombie one. It was just stupid. I thought they only had the two. They had three? They had three. Oh, I didn't so know. So they that. had huh. the Vietnam, the Mars, and the zombies. Yeah, I knew about the Vietnam and Mars. I forgot about yeah, the zombies. But the zombies were whack. So yeah, I, thought this, I thought the zombies was going to be like a... I thought that was going to be like the Far Cry 5 map, but mm-hmm. kind of like an undead... Like undead like nightmare undead situation? undead nightmare. Yeah, yeah I, think, I thought it was going to be like that, but it wasn't. It was like a Hollywood movie shoot, and it was fucking stupid. So I played well, like two I'm, minutes of it and steered far away from I'm it. I'm told the... Uh, New game takes place on the Far Cry Five map, but you know how it was divided into the three main areas. Mm-hmm. The three is in one of the three areas, and Bliss does not appear in the game at all. So none of the nonsense. I'm in the middle of doing something. Oh no, it's time for a main story mission. I guess that I didn't want to do. I think you're. I'm getting kidnapped. <laughs> Great. I think you're. Uh, I think you're actually playing as the the father, aren't you? No, he's in the game. You're not playing as him. Oh, I thought you were playing And you're you not playing, playing as, as those two women from the Game no. Awards trailer. Those are that. That's those bad are the guy. bad guys. <laughs> so yeah. No, Joseph Steed makes an appearance, but you don't play as him. I thought I figured you would play as him. I wouldn't want to play why, as him. Fuck him. Why wouldn't you? You know, cult leader. Because he he drug you into that Fallout shelter in one of the endings from Fall or Far Cry. 5. From the good ending. From the, <laughs> yeah, from the good ending, but at the same time. He's not, keep, he's, not, he's not going to keep. He's not going to keep you. He's not going to keep your character alive down there. There's no way in hell. He's well, you don't play keep... as that guy either. He plays a yeah. different guy altogether. That's weird. It's like the same story where you're like going into Hope County to take it back or whatever. Hey, I thought Far Cry Five, by the way, while we're on the Far Cry Five train, was fucking awesome. I really enjoyed it. I played the shit out of it. I beat it super fast, but I played a lot of Far Cry Five Arcade. I did a lot I of arcade. That's crazy. Mode. That I, was I watched a playthrough of the game be, because I uh, I didn't have a PlayStation at the time, so I, I didn't uh, I play like any console games. I game. just was like, it felt like more of the same. And it got it got annoying when you would be doing something like helping out a stranger, and, and then I, you get fucking kidnapped. I, that, I, that was irritating. But. I'd never seen any of the uh, the uh, Far Cry games before, so it was fun watching it. Uh, but I liked the I bad guys in it. I liked how uh, it was like the cult style thing. I, I mean, I'm always fascinated by that kind of idea like cult takeovers and shit like that and like having compounds and shit. So I thought it, there was its spooky elements as far as like cults or just spooky. Far Cry in five was the what was the one with the um it's the one in Montana. In Montana. Oh. Shit. oh. Mm-hmm. It's not the one in like the jungle area? No, that's Far Cry three. That's that's three. Oh fuck dude. I missed like two years or two two fucking games, dude. <laughs> yeah, Far Cry three is like a And then there's Far Cry four which you were in uh like the made up land Himalayas. Himalayas, yeah. Yeah, dude, I I never paid attention to four or five. I was thinking about three the whole time. But dude, Far, <laughs> Far Cry Four, by the way, Far Cry Four, that was another good one. That was another funny. Ajay Gale, I like that one a lot. Dude, I'm so behind like on all those kinds of games. Did you did you beat the uh, did you beat the the, the Yeti DLC? Yes, I no, did. no, no. The 
the beginning of the game, did you beat it? No, like I didn't do the, ten? like, don't move for 10 minutes thing yep. or no. I hit that no, one first because, no, no, no. I mean... I didn't know about it. I found out about it through rumors, so I wanted to see if it was true. So the very first time I played that game, I beat it in, like, eight That was minutes. actually the first game I ever played on PS4. I think it was a, that was the second or third game I played on my Xbox One because I think I was given Madden 15 and then that shitty Spartan game. Yep. And Rise. Then, <laughs> and then I went out of my way and bought Far Cry 4 because I just loved the series. I didn't like Far Cry 2 as much just because of how... You didn't like getting malaria? It's just fucking or, hard, yeah. dude. It was so hard. It was too but realistic. I get it. People love that. And people do say, well, the reason why you didn't like it is because it's a hard game to play. Exactly. I didn't like it because I didn't like breaking my gun in the middle of a fucking gunfight, having malaria, and then catching on fire because the forest fires don't stop. So it's just <laughs> yeah. kind of like, I, I don't like this yeah. at all. All right. So, but anyway, it's free on Xbox One right now. What for is? For the Xbox 360 download. Far Cry 3 Classic? Game. Far Cry 2. Oh. But cool, I did cool, buy cool. the Far Cry 5 that gave me Far Cry 3. Classic, whatever. Yep. Did you replay it? Yep. Oh, yeah. Nerd. Fucking awesome. Fun. Um, it was a lot of fun. I have one more upcoming game I want to talk about, and then I do want to talk about my trip to Leavenworth. I do. I have a game I got to talk about okay. after your game. Okay. Uh, so the Anthem demo came oh, yeah. out for... Oh, yeah? For, I'm excited for that one. It came out for people who pre-ordered the game now. Now... They're calling this a demo and not a beta, and the game has gone gold, which means they're done working on it. It's an epic disaster. Oh, really? Yeah. People are pissed. It cannot handle the server load, even with just people playing it who pre-ordered the game. Is this, uh... There's all sorts of problems going on. Like Now, again, I feel this is different than when the internet was all up in arms about the Red Dead Online beta because they said that's a beta and we're going to keep working on it. This is a demo. This is supposed to be a finished game and this is a bad look for them after the disaster that was Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> so I would say wait for reviews on that particular Yikes. game. They're supposed to launch the demo to everyone next week. Right now it's only available if you pre-ordered. So That's not good. So you no, have no, you, yeah, you pre-ordered the game. I didn't. I've just seen the reaction. Oh, okay. Oof. I was gonna say, damn. I don't like. <laughs> I fuck pre-orders, man. Yeah, fuck pre-orders. Yes, that, that is our with, especially stance, if you're pre-orders. especially if you're not physically going out and buying a game. Fuck pre-orders, man. I will uh, say, here's one though, thing that all game companies should really take into consideration. It's super shitty to make people pre-order the entire game, so you spend sixty dollars just to play. A fucking beta or a demo of but it. But that's how they get you, man. That's dumb. I think, see, Don't I, fall I think for that's that super shit. dumb. I will pre-order a game if it's a game I know I'm going to buy regardless of reviews, like Kingdom Hearts 3 because of the nostalgia. And, like, if you pre-order, they give you a bonus, like a free game, you know? Like, when I pre-ordered the South Park game, the second one, they gave Fresh you the first the one. Yeah, yeah, they gave you the first one for free. I'm like, well, I'm going to buy this because I love South Park and stupid RPGs, so I might as well that was a fun game, <laughs> buy it a way. day earlier. That was a fun game. I liked the first one more, but it was fun. The first one was fun, but I like I liked right, the second right, one. Was that was one of Ara's favorite. Like, this is just like watching South Park, you know? And uh, so the game I wanted to talk about is a big, big game for me because this was originally the very first game that I completed as a kid. And um, it's... It was a game I completed on N64. It was Resident Evil 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big game. Big game, in my in my opinion. It's one of my favorites. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I remember playing... or re- I actually remember seeing my dad play Resident Evil 1 on the PS1 a lot. So he played the shit out of that game. This is back when my dad actually played video games. But I feel like everybody, when I was 
kind of growing up, had a PS1 and had Resident Evil. So the excitement behind having a second one come out on an N64, which is a console that we had, and then having, you know, the parents that I had, they didn't care what games we played. So we didn't, we got our, our, our mitts on Resident Evil 2. So that was the first time that I actually realized that you actually, you know, you got to follow the story, you have to go through the mazes, you got to do everything. That was the first game I completed as a kid. And it's not an easy game whatsoever. You finished it when you oh, were yeah, a child? Oh, yeah, 100%. Resident Evil... Couldn't, oh, wait. couldn't take... Sorry, Resident did you just say two. one or two? Two. two. I wasn't paying attention. The one time I, I finished, the one time I finished Resident Evil One was when they remastered it on GameCube. Do you guys remember when it came yeah, out? Yeah, I know. I tried to yeah. play it. I couldn't. It was I, too scary. I beat it on that <laughs> one. It was good. It was awesome. I beat it on the GameCube, and then they came out with Resident Evil Zero, which was a lot of fun. I played through almost every single Resident Evil. The game. only one I finished was four. Four was a lot of fun. I couldn't get through the rest of them. But. Although I did too- play, I did play quite far into Dino Crisis, but I love dinosaurs. So that's was uh, <laughs> the games are just too spooky for you, huh? Yeah, I don't. I hate spookies, man. Know, Everyone dude. knows. But the, I mean, the game itself. So the remastered game just came out on Friday, and the reviews are in. It looks great. Everything looks great. I mean, I have yet to pick it up. I really want to, but they've added some bonus parts into the game. Some different so, things. Uh, that which when, one is this again? Resident Evil Two. Oh, oh! Is it a new one? They just re- they like rem they remastered it, but they added uh, like calling it a remaster though. It's it's like it's completely redone. Like it's they redone. changed yeah. the controls, they changed yeah, like the way of the story. Everything. So it controls like a modern game. You know, you don't turn yeah. like you're a fucking tank anymore. <laughs> it's it, it looks a free demo. It looks incredible. It, it absolutely that's cool. Like it, it visually, it's beautiful. Have you guys seen of uh, speaking of remakes? Have you guys seen about uh, Warcraft Three uh, Reforged? Yeah, I've, I've not heard seen about that. it. Do, do you have details? It, it looks fucking amazing. It, they they updated everything, including the cutscenes for Warcraft Three. Did they Ooh. change like the gameplay at all? Uh, no, because they wanted it to be the same gameplay. Um, Warcraft Three to me just felt so clunky. Like it just felt like it was so I mean, zoomed in and so big. It's RTS. Like everything was yeah. so big and clunky. Well, that... I, I'd watch like a trailer or something because it might be uh, it might be different for you now with it re being reforged. But like all of the models are compl- are you know reminiscent of the old ones, but right. completely redone uh, with new models. Um, yeah, and it just looks. really, And then really even good. even Starcraft two, Starcraft two felt the same, almost the same way. Just too clunky. I didn't enjoy it. But See, my brother, that, I know that, my brother played the shit out of that game. Vito, you're like a Blizzard bitch. Yeah, so uh, well, uh, real quick though, I'd say StarCraft 2 is on a completely different level from WarCraft 3. WarCraft 3 is in, like almost intentionally slower and clunky. Yeah. No, of course, Whereas, no, of course. Star- I mean, they're, Star- two, they're two different yeah, games. Yeah, but... and StarCraft 2 is like not clunky at all. The, the Everything reacts instantly to your controls. Oh God, you're, you're I don't lie, I just don't like how zoomed in and big it is. You mm. know what I'm saying? I just, I don't like that. That's, I, I think that's just because of, a, of the RTS thing. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what it is, but I'm yeah, not yeah, much yeah. of a computer gamer as it is. And I think StarCraft 1 and WarCraft 2 are the two perfect style of computer games. Are, are like, you know, the, yeah. the I didn't know you were such an RTS gamer. That's so nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I played the shit out of StarCraft 1. I played that Dude, you, you should use... I, played, I, I think I played you should... Uh, up, I played it all the way up until my laptop burnt out, like, Three years ago. I, I think you should use the Reforged as an um, excuse to play Warcraft 3 because the story's really good. Dude, I, I mean, I, I probably will. And I, what I really want to do is just get like a Warcraft 1, 2, and 3 like 
kind of like the the set, the full set to replay you all. You can of still them. buy them. On yeah, I know you, that. I yeah. mean, I know I can, but we mean a bundle, like a bundle game, and just have the opportunity to just put them all in there at once, play them all at once, and just yeah. enjoy it again. Did they ever finish all three of the StarCraft two games? What? I think so. Yeah, they originally they were releasing the three campaigns separate, right? It started yeah. with yep. the Terrans. Yeah, they're like way past that. With yeah, the, they, with, they did that. I know it took now them forever got, to get to the Zerg. I can't. I don't know. I don't play these. Games, the the Zerg, Zerg, the Zerg came out like two years later or something. It was yeah, that's like, a uh, long time. Well, yeah, but it's like an entirely it was supposed different to be a game. DLC pack. <laughs> no, 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 not even close. It's a, like entire expansion with new units and everything. Yeah. It's just kind of like uh, Brood War. Dude, Brood War was shit. Yeah. When they Dude, brought I in the lurkers and shit like that? I played one game of StarCraft once, and I lost because my friend Jeff was a super stoner, and, like, my mom, the doorknob to her bedroom broke off, like, in the middle of this mat, so I had to go, like, unscrew the door so she could get out <laughs> of the room. And then my friend Jeff called me and was like, why did you just stop playing halfway through? I'm like, dude, I got real life shit to worry about right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the more frustrating part of playing, like, Battle.net and doing all that is... If you have no experience with hotkeys, oh yeah, you have don't to your macros, don't even yeah. fucking try to play a two on two or a one v one. Dude, I I never anything. did any of the actual. Well, okay, I mean I did, but I never like really got into any of the uh, player versus player. Like RTS the tower stuff. defense games and like the sunken defense. I games, fucking those loved fucking the great. tower defense. They games. were all yeah. awesome, but then you know if you had no experience and like with the campaigns. Yeah, the, camp- stories. the campaigns were yeah. great. I mean, it, just right off the bat, like honestly, the campaigns and the custom matches that you could make yeah. were so much fun. Like honestly, fun. I'd probably get Warcraft three just for the campaign. Um, but I would, uh, I would, I'd, I'd get the reforged version for sure, just to like see it with the just whole to new, kind of replay it awesome its, graphics its and beauty, and uh, right? yeah, and and the fact that they even just redid the cutscenes too. Like if you see the trailer That's and stuff. Cool. Inside the trailer, they show you one of the updated like parts of the cutscene. I remember or how nice Warcraft 2's cutscenes looked back in the day. Yeah, back when I f- was like growing up, those mm-hmm. looked so fucking good. Did and I? Starcraft oh, and Diablo 2. Diablo 2 is wow. Uh, yeah, that's the other one. Like, I played a lot of Diablo 3. I, I played hella Diablo 2. I played Diablo a decent amount of Diablo 3. Were the shit. I yeah, loved dude. Both of those games. Yeah. My dad loved those games. That was like, you know. My dad is never good. He's not good at video games at all anymore, but he does, just doesn't have the time to play them, obviously, because, you know, he's busy and shit. We all are busy, but he's just, you know, he's a dad, and dads naturally lose their ability to play video games. <laughs> and so, you know, back in the day when we were young enough to, like, sit there and watch him and be fascinated, that was, like, you know, before Twitch or before any of this oh, yeah. streamer shit. So it's original. It's an original streamer. My dad was my yeah. original streamer. We used to watch him play StarCraft. We used to watch him play Hillbilly Rampage. We watched him play, uh, yeah, you know, uh, StarCraft was one of them that we just, we saw him play it, we decided to play it, and we never let it go. Yeah, totally. And then they brought it out on N64, so then we played it even more. I can't believe you played StarCraft 64. That's so oh, dark. fuck yeah, we did, and it was it was shitty, oh. but guess what? Me and what? my dad we used to stay up to like 2 a.m. playing 1080 snowboarding on the N64. I still can't believe StarCraft was released on a console. Yeah. No, it was bad. It was a bad version. It was really bad. It was yeah. terrible. But we still did. Either the of shit. you ever get into um oh, uh oh my god Hearthstone? Yeah. Hearthstone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I played I, I played so. a lot of it, and then just it just I I because I don't have a commute or anything like that, I just never really stuck to it just because mm. I didn't have like a dedicated. I was time big to into it at games. launch through uh, Goblins and Gnomes. Yeah, or, I feel like that was me too. And then I fell off. 
And then I came back pretty hard at the Elder God or whatever, the Old Gods. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. And then I fell off pretty hard again. Well, it was like a hit. We were all playing it at the store at one time. Well, yeah. you weren't there yet. But yeah. this was like Sam Blessing and I would discuss Hearthstone strategies every day. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. What, Blessing? Yep. If he's a frequent listener, fuck him. I doubt, <laughs> Which I doubt he Blessing is. Which I doubt he is a frequent listener. No, he's yeah. not. He's too busy going to Hellbent and fucking sitting there yeah. by himself. Anyway, You're fuck so him. You're mean. I Do we it. have any other video game thoughts, or should I start talking about my... I mean, we have lots of video game well, talks. Well, we're at 40, <laughs> 45 minutes. Yeah, let me, you know what, let me just bust out something new for the listeners, as far as, like, coming out here with the, you know, I was talking to Joe, who's our fucking computer whiz, and uh, he's kind enough to add a new page to our website. That's right. Which is going to be our video game reviews. So we'll give brief reviews on the podcast, but I can't give you guys my full-on hard-on review on Black <laughs> Ops 4. So if you ever want to check out our full reviews, coming up soon, we're going to have our reviews for video games and, you know, possibly maybe even more in the near future of, you know, anything that comes in, like, reviews still of music. Still a work in progress. We yeah, literally talked about progress, this but we, we an talked hour about ago. This an hour ago. <laughs> but it's, it's an exciting thing for me because I, I like to write as much as I can about something that I love. So if I love it and I write about it, it's nice that Joe is here kind enough to maybe possibly turn it into I feel a like it's going to be mostly Christian reviews, and then sometimes maybe Joe and I will I don't review know. something. If I, I play a lot of weird indie shit if I find something. Yeah, that's there good, you go. though. Yeah. I mean, uh, the more the better, you know. And then, obviously. I'm more, of a main, I'm more of a mainline game. You yeah. know, Call of Duties are my shit. The thing is, like, our but I'm the guy to tell video you. game tastes are kind of all over the place, so the chances of us all playing the same game at the same time are usually pretty low. Yeah. So we try and keep the podcast discussion to, like, general interest, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, if I'm really excited about fucking Yakuza 7 or whatever, and neither of you know what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> then there's not really much time on the podcast. I have heard of it. the ta- I have heard of Yakuza, but I, I don't know that much about you it. You aren't familiar with the Kiru Kazuma saga? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, no, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I think that's going to be a fun thing to do. I have a full-on... I mean, I've talked about it so many times before that you guys probably don't want to hear about it anymore, <laughs> but if you want to read about it and you want to read my full-on... Probably my more intelli- my more intelligent take on the game that's less cussing. But only slightly more. We are still the beefy boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it. I'll send Joe my review and and we'll see if we can get it up on the website here as soon as possible. But it. it I mean, I, it's something that I'm looking forward to and it's something that I really want to do as soon as I pick up Resident Evil Two. Best believe my punk ass will be writing a fat-ass review on that. Speaking of how explicit we are, I don't know if either of you saw this, but YouTube released like a content guidelines, how to get your video not demonetized. And basically, I mean, these things change all the time, but for right now, as long as you're not cursing in the first 30 seconds to one minute, it doesn't matter. All right, well, so just we'll censor the first that. minute. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blanket. We'll be. We'll be going black the the first thirty seconds of, minute of our episodes, and then we'll drop in with a big old fuck. Dude, we we should just have like. Uh, now, remember, there is five seconds of intro music every time, so we really only have to do yeah. it for twenty five seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what we need to do is have a thirty second ad on the on the beginning of every video of us just like actually advertising. <laughs> 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 like a recorded oh ad, not and, a uh, YouTube ad. Speaking of Black Ops, I started playing Blackout mode to kind of get my to kind of get my grips on it because I don't like to have a part of Call of Duty 
that I'm not good at. You must like use the be, whole buffalo. I like to be yes. I like to be good at every single mode, every single part of Call of Duty. It's just what what I love to do. And uh, so I started playing Blackout, and I still suck, but I don't hate it anymore. Well, so that's there you good. Go. We've made we've made progress. Uh, so anyway, Joe, you were you were saying that you had something that you were ready to get your well, yeah. I, as you chops. guys know, af- right right after the episode last week, Ara and I took a trip to the kitschy Bavarian mountain town of Leavenworth, Washington. Have you ever been to Leavenworth, Vito? Or a Christian, rather? Uh, I mean, I've been there. I've been there a few different times. We went there back in 2016 for the Christmas lighting. Oh, yeah? It was fun. The Christmas lights were still up when we were it there. It was wall-to-wall people, so, I mean, yeah, just naturally, you go in December, you're wall-to-wall people. And then this year, I actually believe when Haley was on the show a few weeks ago, we talked about our trip to Leavenworth. And Didn't how you we not went, go? <laughs> how we went to uh, Eastern Washington to go to, <laughs> how we went to Eastern Washington to go to Leavenworth for the Christmas lights, and we couldn't even get in because for two miles we were going to be stuck in traffic Ooh, for four hours. Damn. So anyway, tell us about your trip. Vito, or Vito have you ever been to Leavenworth? Nope, I never Are been you anywhere. Familiar with Leavenworth? Nope, I don't know anything about Washington except for Seattle. So <laughs> imagine like and the mountain. A Bavarian mountain town, <laughs> circa like 1459, except it's in Washington State and it's 2019. That's what Leavenworth is. So you're completely surrounded by mountains and everything looks like it's Germany <laughs> in like the Middle Ages. That's funny. But it's not. But they have like ye old. Also, it's literally, but like even like the Wells, <laughs> even like the Wells Fargo and the Starbucks, like look like old Bavarian buildings and the, their signage looks like it's hand painted. <laughs> like, That's great. It's also like, a half mile long, and it's one road, so it's like the world's tiniest town. Anyways, Ara and I were there for three days. It was Bavarian Ice Fest this weekend, which we didn't realize, and it was Martin Luther King weekend, so it was like a long weekend. So we were there Sunday night and Monday night, and we got there Sunday, and it was so fucking crowded. We're like, this is like way too much. This is like the worst parts of Disney, but as you all know, as an East Coaster, I can't stand people who don't have any spatial awareness or know how to move in a crowd. Like if you're pushing a stroller and stop it in a door frame, you're the worst person on earth. <laughs> Pay attention <laughs> to what's happening around you. Seriously. But, but like uh, we went to this bar and I got a $10 pretzel. That was the best pretzel I've ever eaten in my life. Dude, First of all, in... it was oh, the size man. of my chest. <laughs> like It was <laughs> enormous. I got another one on a later date. Um, and then, like, Monday was way less crowded, so it was nice. Like, it was, like I said, it was Bavarian Ice Fest, so they were doing, like, ice sculptures. They had, like, a guy That's out with a chainsaw. Cool. That's, cool. That's awesome. I'll post the picture. I, there's a picture of me sitting on, like, an ice throne. But I'm so not... did you guys drive, or did you take the <laughs> we bus? We drove. We drove. Uh, I had the chains in my car, but we didn't need them. You didn't need them. Well, we I, drove honestly, through Stevens going Pass. through Stevens Pass, that's shitty. I hate going through Stevens Pass. How do you, you want to go I-90? Uh, I'd rather go I-90. I well, do. I dislike Stevens Pass. It's too spooky for so me. So we wanted to see all like the, the tiny like gold bar and index and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because gold, oh, yeah. Ara loves like... town of gold bar. Ara loves antiquing and we were expecting like some like antique shops, but like everything out there is all like summer seasonal only. Yep. Or it's closed down. Buy it's, your like, skis super, here. Super depressed all, out there. Buy your skis and then legal 
legal weed is all you see. So there. that was a little, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of legal weed. That was a little depressing. I also didn't want to have to go over the I-90 bridge, especially in the middle of the day. Here's a fun part about So Bulbar. I wanted to go up and around. So we went to Leavenworth in June for my cousin's uh, dad chiller party. So we found out he was dad becoming chiller. a dad. Yeah, we ah. found out he was becoming a dad. Not so dad we, chiller. We went out, for, like we went out for a boys weekend poker trip and we rented out a huge, huge house on the river in Leavenworth. And, uh, but we were all driving there, you know, going our separate ways. But we stop at a Chevron in Gold Bar. Naturally, I think I might have stopped at the same Chevron. Naturally, no, I stopped at a Chevron in uh, Skyhomish. Oh, Skyhomish? You actually <laughs> yeah. went to Skyhomish? Well, I drove through it. Route, you... two, it drive, route 2 drives right through it. Yeah, but you have to go over the bridge to go through. No, I know. I looked at it and stopped at the gas station right right after Stevens oh, passed because I, I really well, I needed gas. Ah, that's cool. And I used a really awful bathroom. Uh, okay, yeah, th- that's where I'm going. I'm <laughs> heading in the same direction. So we get there and we go inside for some sunflower seeds and Gatorade, and then obviously to use the pisser. So we ask the guy, and and this place is just dingy. It's shitty. Of course. And ask the gentleman who was there. If we could use the bathroom, he gives us some ginormous fucking key. And <laughs> like I'm talking about like you're not stealing this key. This thing you're was not like gonna a, leave it in this your thing pocket was like by a, mistake. A four foot two by four mm-hmm. connected to a tiny little key. So that way there's no I've seen those, shit. yeah. I think it's more just that you don't like accidentally drive away with or it. Or leave it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, yeah. But in Gold Bar, who it's knows? It's cartoonishly large. And so we get go into the bathroom and the first thing you see, there's just shit caked on the back of the toilet. Like, you know, nobody cleans the yeah. toilet. So, you, you know, naturally you laugh at that. And then behind the toilet, there's a good old gold bar welcoming of a meth pipe hanging right oh. behind the toilet. Huh. So we all took pictures of it and we all laughed about it. But then when we were leaving gold bar, we realized, wow, if you live here and you have to eat at the one pizza joint that they I have know. here, at the one Mexican restaurant they have here, uh, you would probably smoke meth too. I want to give a shout out. Very sad. To shout out to Gold Bar to Leavenworth. Um, now I'm told that when you're at a high elevation, your taste buds change. That's why people love airline food, and people especially Ew. think pretzels taste better on an airplane because the way you taste both salt and sour changes significantly when you're at high altitude. So that might have something to do with why everyone thinks the food is so great in Leavenworth. But this pretzel I had was the best thing ever. I, I had also, never heard of that altitude thing because yeah, that's, re- that's real. Airline food. That's real. <laughs> yeah. That's real. That's real. But I, I think that's the reason why people hate airline food. I mean, people yeah. love airline food. No, people in 2019, hate people food. love airline. Everybody food. Everybody hates airline food. No, that's not true. You guys are just <laughs> getting shitty airline food. I think you're full of shit. We will talk about this. I remember the popular opinion. I got more thoughts on Leavenworth. Dude, I remember flying to Japan. Airline food. From but that was like 20 Japan. years ago. Fucking trash. That was like 20 or whatever, 15 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's different dude, that now. Was fucking horrible. You it's get different. drunk on airlines. That's what you, you do. You also get drunk way faster at elevation, <laughs> by the way. It's true. Which, there you go. So, Ara and I had this cranberry wine that was like the best wine we ever had. There, We, we went to this tap room called the Bushel and Bee that was all meads and ciders. <laughs> and they had a bunch of fucking like designer board games and i'm like i could just live here i'm like all right if we move to leavenworth i'm never leaving this bar <laughs> <laughs> um and i also have to give a shout out so are you guys familiar with that office episode where jim and pam stay at shroot farms yes and he's like which room do you want irrigation nighttime or america 
When we were in Leavenworth, Ara and I stayed at a bed and breakfast with three themed rooms. I'm not going to name it because I'm making fun of them. The Sun Room, the Lotus Blossom Room, or the Edelweiss Room. The anal vice? The anal vice? Anal vice. Because it's German. I was going to say, we probably all picked the anal vice room. Yeah, we were in the sunroom. There were like seashells and sand everywhere. It was weird. Ew. (laughs) We're in the mountains. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? No way. Yeah, we we stayed at, we we rented an Airbnb there. It was like, I'm telling you, it was a fucking mansion. Three stories, had a huge backyard, had a hot tub. But, you know, naturally, we're all a bunch of, you know, we're, this is like the best friends. That everybody that's grew, grown up around us, right? Mm-hmm. So it's funny because they gave us a hot tub that was nice and full. This one had a hot tub too, and it we was ready to it. go. And by the time <clears> we <throat> left, that hot tub was half empty, <sighs> and it just it, it just looked like chicken stock. You, just, you guys can't just can't be trusted around hot tubs. No. I remember the story from the, with the soap in the hot tub. So do you guys know what Smirnoff icing is? Do you guys yes. know what it's like? Yeah, you told us. You yeah. told us. I mean, did, it's okay, never okay. happened to me. Yeah. So did I, but I didn't tell you guys the, the the most notorious one that me, Blake, my friend Blake, and Claude have done. This is like the gr- greatest one that's ever happened. So we show up at the Airbnb in Leavenworth early, right? And this is, mm-hmm. we're talking, this is in June, so it's hot out. But we get there about 45 minutes early because they all went to town and they started drinking. So we went right to the house so that we could get settled in, but we had no key. So we couldn't get in. So what we decided to do was hide all of our Smirnoff ices all around the house. We put one, we just dropped one right on the stepping stool inside the hot tub. So you open it up. It's a nice oak, a beautiful oak hot tub. And it's like 98 degrees. Oh, 108 degrees. degrees And we just drop, we just drop the Smirnoff ice in there and we close the hot tub up and latch it up. What? And so then everybody shows up. It doesn't it didn't explode, did it? Right oh off the God. bat, people are finding him. People are getting ice left and right. So then we're like, this hot tub one is gonna be great. So then my cousin goes up to the to the to the hot tub and unlatches one of them. So then we're all kind of standing around looking at this hot tub, like, oh my god, this is gonna happen. This is gonna fucking happen. He decides to not open it and he latches it again and is like, We'll check it out later tonight. <laughs> we go we go out to town. And mind you, this thing has been in there for about 12 oh, hours. Oh, jeez. We get back home at like 2.30 in the morning. And it's like, all right, it's fucking hot tub time, dude. So my brother goes up and he unlatches the hot tub, lifts up the thing, and right there on the stool, right in front of him, was the Smirnoff ice. <laughs> Did he drink it? Yep. Was it like hot as Boiling shit? hot. Gross. And uh, he threw up. It was fucking hilarious. Jesus Greatest, Shout out greatest to story. Great story. That's my brother, Jack. Jackie. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> Great story. Classic. Uh, but Leavenworth, dude. I Great don't want to give him... Uh, what's? Great I don't want to give him a shout out. Like, Ara and I noticed, because we would walk around at nighttime, too, and we did not see a single junkie or homeless person. And we're like, imagine if, like, Seattle was like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine. Yeah, How fucking great right. Would that be? Said I have what's to go it? to... Teriyaki time right down the street of Lake City and listen to five homeless people yelling. I know at each my other. my bike got stolen out of my backyard, which is has a locked fence in it. All right, like it's what? absurd. Or that no, it happens. doesn't lock, but it has a fence. Like someone came all the way up the driveway through the fence and stole my bicycle. Wow. Like, what? What's it like in the summer though? Because like there were like two feet of snow on the ground when I was there, which was hilarious because there were a bunch of like 
18 to 20 year olds who had clearly never seen snow before. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like having snowball fights in like the middle of the day. They're like, it, you guys are like a puppy who's seen snow for the first time. Was it snowing when you guys time. went there or was it It wasn't clear? snowing, but it was, I mean, it doesn't melt. You yeah, know? There was snow around. everywhere. Yeah. It did. It was snowing in the past when we came back, which was terrifying, but yeah, I didn't need my chains. Spooky one. I didn't need my chains. So. Mm. But yeah, so uh, Leavenworth in the summertime, it's beautiful. It's nice. It's living well. You know, the, the town the itself, the town itself, most of it closes down at like 12. Everything closes down That's around 12 bad, o'clock, though. which isn't bad, but there are places that are open until about 2 o'clock. And uh, I mean, the place, right. the place in the summertime is beautiful. Yeah. We went there, you know, we went there during the day and we had lunch. We stayed about a half mile away. So our cabin was about a half mile away. So we just all walked into town during the day. Got ourselves some hot dogs or some bratwurst, and that shit was awesome. Shout out to the Bavarian Bistro and Bar. That was the best German food I had there. And, and uh, then the Bushel and Beer. But, dude, Leavenworth, summertime, wintertime, great town. Great place to be in. It's lots of fun. If you've never been there... You and Jane should go, Vito. Yes, it's, you guys really should. It's, it's really kitchy. And you guys should dress in your World of fun. Warcraft roleplay gear. That You'd you fit right in. <laughs> look the part. Uh, I have some photos I can show you after. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Right. I love Leavenworth. Well, we're at about an hour. We should start wrapping. I do have a quick... I asked for qu- questions when we started... Not... Shut up. I asked for <laughs> questions when we started recording this episode. We got one from Tim Mahoney. Big fan. Tim wants us to talk about our favorite snacks. He particularly calls out trail mix, but he hates cranberries. Those And those little fuckers are everywhere. <laughs> so... <laughs> Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, really? Oh, yeah. Huh, dude. that's old school. What about you, Christian? Trail mix. You're a trail mix <laughs> fan? <laughs> Dead serious. Have trail you ever mix. had a Cheez-It? <laughs> I love Cheez-Its, but trail mix and... Um, what are they called? Uh, fuck. Honey roasted peanuts and uh, sunflower seeds. Yeah. Those are my oh, top yeah. three. Yeah. My top three Where's are the... sunflower seeds, honey roasted peanuts, and trail mix. Ara and I yeah, knocked out like a good. whole big ass bowl of corn nuts this morning. Shout out to corn nuts. Oh, yeah. They don't get enough love. <laughs> but I, it's got to be for me uh, the Trader Joe's Doritos knockoff and the Trader Joe's garlic dip slush bread. That combination. Dang, you is like that awesome. Trader Jose's. Well, yeah, they're cheap <laughs> and they're cool and I can walk there. Uh, w- wouldn't it just be Trader Hose? Trader's Hose. <laughs> Trade. It's just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> You guys used to call me Trader Joe in the deli when I went to the cheese department. <laughs> All right. We should wrap this episode. Let me get my notes open here. So, yeah. Big shout out to Two Beers. This mango passion fruit was all right. Quite drinkable. It's really Finished good. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Ten minutes. Tim also says something that's interesting. I'm, I'm reading Facebook right now. I didn't have any thoughts on that one. You he mentions that? that DMX <laughs> is out of prison, which is funny because I talked about this last night. You know? X gonna give it to you. <laughs> that uh, that video of him performing to half the world, uh, like that meme of the time that DMX performed to half the world is amazing. Uh, that <clears throat> that is just too much fun. But DMX getting out of prison, that shit is gonna be hot. He's gonna come out. <clears throat> he's gonna put out one last album. That's gonna be a lot of dog barking. A it lot is gonna of, be a lot. Of dog a lot of riff raff, and it's gonna be a good, a great time to to re-listen to dmx as far as summertime comes rolling around dmx gets busted out and we summertime. all get into it but he says uh 
now that he's out, do you guys feel that finally after all this time, X gonna give it to you? <laughs> I think so. X is gonna Nerd. deliver tough on his newest album. He's gonna bring out some, like I going said, he's gonna bring to out plenty of dog barking, plenty of prison like references, an Italian pizza man. plenty of Definitely. crack references, and you know, if I gotta give it to you guys, then this better be quick. If you ain't never been to jail before, suck my dick. Dude, I DMX is great. I remember listening to him uh, as a children. Very aggressive, very fun rap. Was, that's, that's the shit. Um, before we wrap it up, since you're quick on your trigger, I didn't even get to talk about the concert that I've been fucking We're at an about. hour. No do want, shit. Do you want to do this concert stuff with Football Talk next time so we even out the episodes, or do you want to do it now? Well, this I is mean, real the next episode is going to be all about fucking Super Bowl. I mean, I got to talk Yeah, but about... how long? We're not going to go an hour on that. No, but I got to talk about some fucking culture wall real quick, man, because that show was the shit. We well, can put it in... Well, all right, that's up to you. If you want to so, do it now, that's fine. Okay, so I went to the show on Sunday. Me and my cousin Booch, shout out to Booch, frequent listener. Uh, we went to the concert. And naturally, culture wall puts on a great show. And then he came on with, a, with another guy. I think his name was Vincent Neal Emerson who is another great country singer from Texas. So they put on an outstanding show. It was a lot of fun. But there's one thing that I have to say that really bothers me about country and folk shows. Right. Is, it, is, it, is it the country music? Boom! It's the basic-ass country girlfriends you know it's like like okay so it's like you know oh god where is this going any any guy that's going to this show ob- obviously knows there's, there's gonna be a lot of hooting and hollering see a lot it's of a like fucking, jason aldean it's a fucking country right? show right it's a it's a it's a folk concert so there's gonna be a lot of a lot of yeehaws and a lot of you know there's gonna be a lot of that shit especially when the artist does something cool you're gonna you're gonna hoot and holler one thing that really bugs the shit out of me is people who aren't used to the environment who get mad at people who are yeehawing and hooting and hollering at a fucking concert. You know what? If you don't want to hear it, don't go to the concert. Just listen to it at home. You're but, such a curmudgeon all the time. Well, the thing is, if I fucking sit there and I hear this guy, if I hear Culture Wall yodel and I get all hyped See, up and I hit him with the, I hit him with the yeehaw, you know, I, you know or not even the yeehaw, just a good old See, yell. this is something I get. As well, I hate we, that shit. We you... have this shit in metal concerts. Metal concerts are the most rowdiest fucking bouncing around yep. and yelling and screaming and fucking enjoying yourself time that but you're supposed you to have. But then you get those people who like. And you get those people who are like, I want to sit down and eat a meal. No, and I know to you metal. get the same thing at punk shows. People want to stand right at the stage and then get mad when someone in the mosh pit knocks them over. Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, it's like I, I don't get it. I don't get it. If you're gonna be so prude, go sit down in the bar. Don't don't be what if part you're not of, 21? Don't be part of the... Okay, well, if you're not 21, then yeah, sure, but sit in the back. You know, stand in the back. Don't be part of the yeehaw. Because what if you're too short to see over all the people recording it on their iPhones, though? Well, in the show box... I'm just being contrarian. You know what I did? <laughs> hey, you know what I did really, really admire about this concert? No cell phones, dude. Really? There was nobody filming any... I think if anybody were to film something, it would be for like a quick, maybe five seconds. That is impressive. And the phone was back in their pot. There was... During every song, you could never, you didn't see a cell phone the entire time. This song. was at the Showbox Soto? The Showbox Market. Okay. So, so it you didn't, didn't see, sound like shit. So, you know, you didn't see a cell phone in the standing crowd. So, like the crowd that was not in the bar, great. If you're in the bar, then yeah, you're probably using your cell phone filming and shit. But if you're in the crowd itself, it's like on the ground, you're right there near the stage, 
Dude, nobody was pulling out their cell phones. I, I, I love that shit, honestly. It's like, yeah. you know, I filmed for probably, you know, 30 seconds, but it was when the band stopped playing their songs or 10 seconds during one of my favorite songs so I can have it in my phone and I can always watch it and remember it. But, man, the show was great. He sounds great live. His band that he's touring with is awesome. I think just overall it was a great show. But if you do go to the concert and you get mad at people who are enjoying themselves at the concert, you're a bitch. Yep. Yep. Guy or girl, you're a bitch. Grow up. Enjoy the show. Have uh, fun. Sorry, uh, guy, girl, or other, you're a bitch. Guy, girl, other, I don't know <laughs> what you are, you're a bitch. Uh, with that being said, the show was great. I'm looking forward to Kiss on Saturday next week because I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. Dude, I really wish I got that that ticket, but I just never it's like expensive. got my shit together for that. It's expensive. Shout out to yeah. Ramon for saving my ticket for so Ramon. long. I finally paid him. <laughs> I finally paid the man. I paid him. He's a frequent listener. He listens to us while he works out. Speaking of workout, Vito's Yeet. been killing it on his workouts. Second week of running. Proud fin- of this finishing guy it up. Sh- f- finishing off the second week tomorrow yeah. when I do my next run. Yeah, and then uh, my girlfriend Haley and I have been hitting the gym. They're making me look like bad, animals. man. Yeah, but Joe, you're busy, you know. My we sister, got, my sister told me that a she couldn't believe I was the least beefy boy, even though she sees it in every photograph. <laughs> and then she's like, "You're not gonna be that for very long." I'm like, "I know. I gotta keep up with these fuckers." <laughs> yeah. We gotta see. You we on we the should get a weight field. count. Who who's who's the heaviest? Let's let's figure I'm this out. The, I'm that. probably the heaviest. What do, what are you at? Um. So I've lost thirty pounds in the last three months. And I'm 309 as the last time I checked, and that okay. was last week. And Joe? I haven't slept on a scale in a while. Last time I checked, I was 288. Okay, 281. Oh, shit. Yeet! <laughs> my, goal, my goal is to hit 280 for my brother's... Uh, yeah, you said that a few yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, for my brother's nice. wedding, and I'm, I'm well on my way. And so... I'm, you're look, I'm you're looking at what you're going to get. <laughs> I'm, pushing, I'm pushing and I'm huffing and puffing. And I'm hoping to get, uh, I'm hoping to eventually lose like 60 pounds or so. Because I feel like with muscle, I'm probably only like 60 pounds overweight because I'm pretty tall. But um, yeah. Are you oh, strong? Yeah. He yeah, is strong. Actually, yeah. He is. I mean, I, I didn't think I was until I realized that everybody else wasn't, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's surprising. So, yeah, Joe, we'll get you out there on the football field soon, huh? Yeah, we got to get with back the, on Now with the season coming to an end, if you are a listener and you do live in the Seattle area and you do like to play pickup football, um, uh, so, see, uh, so the Super Bowl is next week. We're running out of time for football. We might as well play football. Come out and join us. DM us. DM the Beefy yes. Boys for a football game. Message us. Don't just show said, up at the venue. With that being said, Joe, go ahead and wrap this episode up. Right. We had a blast. You can find wrap, us on iTunes or on Spotify. Also YouTube. Instagram at Beefy underscore boys. Facebook, Facebook.com slash Beefy Boys. Twitter is at Beefy Boys. Sorry, Twitter. Excuse me. Let me restart. Twitter is at Beefy underscore boys. Instagram is at Beefy Boys Bud Club. I know. That's confusing as fuck. Whatever. You'll figure it out. Merch store, cafepress.com slash beefyboysmerch1. And our website is beefyboys.com, where very soon we will start posting our game reviews, starting with Black Ops 2019. Can't remember what, which Ops number 4. it is for. Thank you very much. So with that being said, I'm Joe. I'm I am Christian. Vito, you got to say something now. He's Yo, what's up? I know, he's busy trying to You're going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Thank you.